Hi, this is Tracy, and I am um, a woman, a white woman in her early 50s, going to be turn, turning 53 in a couple of weeks. Yes. So, and I wanted to do this podcast kind of on a monthly level called Before It's Too Late, because there's a lot of things that I'm looking back on my life. I think, I think turning 50 was kind of that pivotal point of like, oh, shit. You know, I have less time on this planet than I do, than I've had. Yeah. That reality, right? I mean, yeah. the reality of living to 100 would be nice, but yeah. my guess is, you know, somewhere in the 90s, life will fade away from me. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So just kind of realizing that, you know, it's the time of waiting, the time of letting things go by, the time of being complacent, the time of being too flexible and kind of like letting things slide it's like I'm waking up kind of going hmm that does not feel good yeah. you know it, I just it's it, before it gets too late and I love the fact that you're doing this podcast on get your shit together it's like yeah that's like you know when you're in your 30s it's like you gotta get stuff together yeah you know yeah, it's like exactly. it's time to focus in on what you want to be doing and who you are yeah and I think that we have that revelation again when we're 50 because for me, the kids are out of the house. The grandkids are in the house. <laughs> well, that's a whole nother yeah, level. Yeah, but that's a whole nother level. they're so young yeah. and so open and attuned to right. that. And it's, it's so like, lovely to be able to see my grandchildren kind of go, boy, I wish I had done that with my kids. Yeah. And I think what I realized with the extension, the extended family, what we're missing with that when we, become, yeah. when we became nuclear and we don't really honor our elders. Yeah. And speaking of the kids... There they are. Yeah. We got boo-boos. All of them. Yeah. All of them. So, yes, I am here, Tamira, from Get Your Chit, C-H-I-T, <laughs> Together podcast. And Tracy is my mother-in-law. And, yeah, I'm here having this discussion with her in case you hear me uh, agreeing and mm-hmm. saying yes and, and making responses. That is who I am, and that is what I'm doing. Yeah. So. And, and I, we were just having discussion about how... To kind of fall into your backspace, and what do we mean? What do I mean by backspace? It's like, it's being able to kind of come into your your center and uh, knowing that you're not going to get thrown off balance by someone doing something or saying something to you that that they don't like. You yeah. know, either way, right? They say something really great and it makes your day, and you're like, wow, I'm on cloud nine. Or yeah. they say something that I don't like what you're doing, or why are you doing it, or they're yeah. competing with you, and it knocks you off your game. Either way, we're getting rocked yeah. to, from one extreme to the other. And when we're in our backspace, it really means that, that it's like riding a surfboard, right? It's like we're able to ride the waves and go with it. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, for me, before it's too late, just shine brightly. You know, yeah. too much time. I've, I've oh, I just, I'll just be quiet or I won't say anything or I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to tip the boat over. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And we disguise that. Like sometimes I'll say, no, I'm not that type of person who like says, oh, I, won't, I, I, don't, I don't care if I hurt someone's feelings. But the reality is underneath that, there is, it really is about that. It yeah. really is about the fact that I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. I don't want them. And maybe it's not about wanting to hurt their feelings so much as it is about I don't want them to not like me. Yeah. Right? That's powerful. Yeah. And it's interesting how that manifests that we were talking about that, that stress and that holding yeah. up and drawing in, mm-hmm. how that manifests in your body. Yeah. It's, you know, with mental disease as mm-hmm. well as like physiologically, right. it's really interesting to see how 
that silence comes with a price. It does. Energetically, physically, spiritually, all yeah, of it. It does. Like there's a really heavy price tag and a burden that you carry that sometimes we are not even attuned to mm-hmm. carrying when we make ourselves small. Right. And make ourselves invisible. Yeah. It's really interesting. There's this, um, so I'm reading this Kabbalion book and there's this principle in there of, of, uh, vibration and I thought it was really cool like you said like mm-hmm. how people can knock you off the principle there is like using vibration to overcome the laws and principles that we have to uphold here and that just resonated with me because I was like oh you know when somebody's knocking you off they're obviously able you're letting somebody raise or lower your vibration right and if you're truly in your backspace you should be grounded enough to say whatever somebody says, if it's of a lower vibration, to say, you know what, that's not true for me. Right. So I'm using this law and shifting this, mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean, not right. letting it affect right. you. So I think that's yeah. a really powerful practice to be able to master in like interactions, conversations with people, yeah. like one of those keys that you have to master of vibration and of using higher law to overcome lower law and not running from law Mm -hmm. in general, you know what I mean, but mastering. Yeah, and you just used, you know, Will Rockingbear, my teacher's um, words that he taught me a long time ago, like, that's not true for me, right? Wow. To be able to understand the power and being able to literally say, that's not true for me. Yeah. Without having to get into an argument or discussion about it. Yeah. And that's like... That's truly coming into being able to have that expansiveness in our backspace and kind of like lean back into our angel wings that are back there and be able to kind of just bring that tailbone down and ground oneself way into the earth and be able to have that vibrate all the way up through our spine, all the way to the top of our head, Mm -hmm. right up through to the heavens. And that allows us to relax our stomach. Yeah. Our stomach should be nice and soft. Like it should be just like this... You know, if you've got more body fat on that after so many kids, Buddha it's nice as a Buddha belly, right? But it should be not like flabby in the sense that it's like doesn't have any muscle tone, yeah. but it's soft, it's open, it's receptive. It's like I don't have to tighten that up like a six pack and like hold myself up off my hips yeah. and then puff up my chest and bring myself forward to attack the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's when we get off balance, you know, and that's, I think just recognizing that and kind of going okay how I really want to just talk to mostly other women my age you know same you know just kind of like reach out and kind of go hey you know yeah let's like together how do we recognize a a kindred spirit and be able to kind of go oh you've got my back okay great you're doing the same thing I'm doing fabulous I don't have to do all of it then versus sort of saying oh man you're doing the same thing. Wait a minute. I got here first. You can't do that. Or, or, or okay, I'll just back off because you got here first. Or you know more about that about it than I do. Yeah. Versus being able to hold each other's hands and be able to kind of say that, that as you know, Gene uh, White Eagle, who's another teacher of mine, would say, you know, it's like the time for separation is over, right? Mm-hmm. That, that we're all here as one. And how do we help each other out to kind of go, oh, I actually get to relax and kind of go, hey, you got that corner of the world covered? Fabulous. Connect with me when yeah. you when when you want some help or you want you want some backup. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there's plenty of space and there's plenty of work for all of us. And yeah. and the more we hear the same message mm-hmm. from different sources, the more it's going to resonate with us. It's exactly. like you know what? Oh yeah, I think I heard that the other day from someone. Yeah. It's like 
You know, there's not only one autobiography book out there. There's not one <laughs> fiction book, right? There's thousands and thousands of books on the same topic. Yeah. There are thousands exactly. of books on trauma in the military that I've read. There are many, 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 many different authors. Yeah. And they all have the same vibration, but a different, a different way of saying the same message. Yeah. And sometimes the message is different. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. it resonates with us differently. Well, that's the whole reason that people have different teachers. A right. lot of the mm-hmm. teachings are underlying that we are all connected. We are spirit. We're a part of source. Right. But different people resonate with different people. So, you know... My teachers may not resonate with somebody, you know, who has not had the same life experiences or, you know, that I have had. So that's why it's so important to have that variety and that multitude of people to reach out to, you know, for healing. Yeah. And then people and I, you know, it's the same type of thing. And it's not just, you know, different sources. It's like I'm at a different place in my life. Yeah. Like, right? So I may have heard the same story when I was 30, but it resonates so much different than you at 50. Perspective. Right, perspective, right? And 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 like I've heard people say, I thought I dealt with my abuse history or I thought I dealt with this. Like why is this coming up again? I dealt with that in therapy like a while back. It's like, yeah, it's kinda like summer. Why is it ninety degrees again? I was like, what am I I went through this last year. It's like it it's gonna go around and around and around. Each time it does, we have a better understanding of ourselves, we have a better understanding of that event, we have a better understanding of of how to handle it, yeah. how to have it not rock us off our boat too much. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's the beauty of being human being and the beauty of, of emotions and the beauty yeah. of, of experiencing things over and over and over again, right? Yeah. Um, when it's the same experience and the same emotional quality and nothing shifts or changes and our insight in it doesn't change, and that's what we call Groundhog Day, right? And that's what we could call insanity. I'm going insane. It's like, yeah. 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 So if get, we, we need to learn from, yeah. you know. So get locked into that, yeah. that victimization or whatever perpetrator, whatever part of that triangle that you are in, you yeah. get locked into that role. And you don't have any power in that aspect because you're just repeating. And I love how when people are like, oh, I went to therapy for that years ago. It's like, well, hello, you're a human being, your consciousness evolving, and everything is cyclical. We know this. Yeah. And like you said, the better equipped you are, and when you keep showing up mm-hmm. to do the work, you're better, you're better equipped to handle it when it comes around, you know what I mean? But you're evolving, and so your tools and everything, and your consciousness need to evolve as mm-hmm. well. So when that comes back up... Right. Or it's triggered. Yeah. You can work through it. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't go to one therapy session and be healed. <laughs> right. And I mean, if you use sex as an analogy, right, it, yeah. it makes more sense. It's like, oh, we know it gets richer and, and deeper and and more familiar and and yeah. you know and, and it shifts and changes. Yeah. Over yeah. If, if you allow it to. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you're not stuck in like, well, this is what I know to do and this is how I'm right, gonna right, do it. Right. Right. It's like, like hey. Let's try some different things. You hit that wall. Yeah. 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 I think you brought up a good point um, when you talked about um, the victimization and the perpetration. Mm -hmm. Like we have, we are, we are victims and we are perpetrators, all one and the same. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's important to kind of also recognize that not just to sort of say, oh, I've been a victim. 
or now I'm a survivor, or but to also recognize that there, the other side of it too is that we are also our own perpetrators. Yeah, you know, we yeah. perpetrate it onto ourselves and onto others all the time. Yeah, and how we abuse ourselves, how we sabotage ourselves, you know, through our addictions, through you know anything from cutting to you know alcohol. eating habits to alcohol to tobacco to not exercising to yeah eating that piece of pizza when you really know that that's probably not the best thing for you at yeah. this given moment. Yeah. Um, and so that's self-perpetration, and then how do we do that onto others, right? You know, by holding that, like, holding that scarcity mentality of like, oh, they're here, to, they're here to invade my space, or yeah. they're here to take something, or I need to fight for something. Yeah. Well, just what you said, that triangle. So it's the perpetrator, victim, and savior. And so I think what the whole point of this experience here is to evolve beyond any of those dimensions and be the witness. Right, yeah. Right? So we have an experience in all of those roles, Mm -hmm. but the goal is to be able to step outside of that and be the witness and recognize and acknowledge Mm -hmm. that. So we're not playing into those roles throughout our whole life. And then when when we get to be the witness and we step outside of that to witness it, then I think the trick is is to flip it in and and step within mm-hmm. step within it right and to be yeah. able and, and to see the shadow side to invite that shadow side in to kind of sit down with that shadow side of ourselves invite it in for a cup of tea and kind of go okay so tell me more about yeah. about myself yeah. tell me more about what I'm carrying on my back that I'm not able to see yes yeah, but it's propelling me forward right yeah. so it's like that's the piece that I, I think that hitting 50 where I've gotten more courage and more strength and, and and also being forced to kind of go, I don't have much time left. I've got to get this shit together here, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be able to kind of go, well, what what is it that I'm carrying through the ancestral lineage, mm-hmm. ancestral spiritual lineage mm-hmm. um, that that's not serving me well, that I am repeating, and it's hiding itself. It's disguising and hiding itself in different ways yeah. that I've, that throughout my life I've kind of gone, oh, you know, I don't really have to worry about that. It's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like wearing Spanx, right? And it's yeah. kind of like holds everything in, right? And it's kind of like the reality is that when, when you let that go, it's not a pretty picture. Yeah. <laughs> you can get out of it. <laughs> it's like, good God, how do you deal with this stuff, right? Yeah. So it's being able to kind of recognize that in all of our ugly glory. Yeah. How do we how do we come to peace with ourselves? Yeah, exactly, and integrate what the shadow work teaches us. So funny you said shadow because. I've been working on the tarot stuff, and uh-huh. the first card that I drew was shadow. And so it was it was so beautiful, because I'm reading this Kabbalion book, to look at it and write my own story around this card, right? So there were two men, one in the dark, one in the light, holding the scepter. But they each had one hand on it, uh-huh. so it's like, okay, with light and with shadow, there needs to be balance, right? Right. In order to be grounded and to do this work. You know, you have to invite the shadow in. You have to stop running from it and see what it's there to teach you. Right. And then there's this Kabbalion teaching of polarity, right? There are extremes. And the opposites are essentially the same thing on different pieces of the spectrum. So your shadow is you and right. you're running right. from you. Yeah. Yeah. Because on your true essence and your true nature, you're always who you are, right. but you operate at different extremes yeah. and you have to incorporate those extremes to tap into your yeah. true nature. Like it's there to teach you and you have to be, sometimes it's a matter of being given permission, I almost feel like, to tap into that shadow side and say, what can you teach me and know right. that you can be whole yeah. during that process. And to be able to see the beauty in that, right? Yeah. To see, be able to see the beauty in our shadow sides 
And I think that's the piece too. And it's so easy for us to be uh, um, swayed, or what's the word? Kind of like enticed, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 uh, be bewitched maybe by by oh, if I just do this, then it will be different, right? If I mm-hmm. and 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 that's where the media comes in, because that's what they're selling. That's what they're selling. Yeah. If you just wear this, or if you just do this, or if you just take this class, or if you just do this meditation, or if you just eat this. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine, and the reality is those are those are all. That's like treating the symptom versus the problem. Yeah, and those are all lovely things to do. I highly recommend. You know, like you know, get your hair done, bear, walk, you know, buy that beautiful dress, meditate, right, and meditate. You know, and take the yoga class. It's all wonderful, but it's not going to change the essence of who you are. Yeah, right. And so it's being able to come into grace, into acceptance. Not, not so much acceptance, like I don't have to do anything about it, but acceptance in the fact that I'm aware of my faults, I'm aware of my strengths, I know what they are, and I know when I'm being pushed to my limit, and I know when I need to take care of myself, and I know how to like step away or step into something, right? Yeah. And that's, the, that's really understanding our shadow. Yeah. And, it can reinforce boundaries right. and teach us like, oh my God, I totally flipped into this dark side, and well, I knew it was coming, so... My shadow is telling me when I get to this point, this is where I need to have my energetic, spiritual, whatever boundaries right. I need to have, they need to be put in place so that I can operate at a higher vibration. Higher vibration so yeah. thank you, shadow, for teaching me right. that, yeah. you know, and acknowledging yeah. it and then being prepared. Like it's in cycles, right? We go through these cycles of light and dark, like the sun and the moon. And the more tapped into your shadow you can be and know what to expect, the better you can move through those phases. Yeah. And be incorporating and be assimilating all of that information and not mm-hmm. from a place of, like, reaction. Right, right. Because that's what a lot of people do. They react when they go into that shadow period yeah. instead of being the witness yeah. and tapping into the teaching. Right, you right. Know? And a lot of people are afraid, too. There's a lot of fear. There's a tremendous amount of fear, yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of, especially about that. And I think as we get older, we get more and more afraid of that. Yeah. Because we're not, we're, not, we're not taught how to respect our elders. We're not taught to honor our elders. We're not taught to actually kind of go, wow, they're stepping into their strength, their wisdom, and we're tapping into that. And yeah. so uh, we try to hold on to our youth in a way that is not productive. It's kind of like, I want to stay in the youth, but we're not being youthful is one thing versus but trying to stay in our youth yeah. without stepping into our wisdom. I think that's when, I think it's when menopause can feel like a crazy transition. Yeah. Because your body's going to force you one way or the other to recognize the fact that this is a transition. Yeah. And I love, um, oh, I forget who it was that said it, but it was just a lovely, oh, it was Anthony Williams in his medical medium book mm-hmm. that was really lovely in the way that he described menopause. I just was like, oh, he's like, you know, uh, human beings and whales, I think, are the only ones that go through menopause. And that other species, when they get to the place of not reproducing or re- being able to repro- you know, re- uh, reproduce, they die. You know, they just, you know, the end, yeah. and, and so it's kind of like menopause is a way of us to slow down the aging process so that we actually can step into that sage mm-hmm. wisdom and then have this whole other side of like, hey, I don't have to worry about reproducing. Yeah. I'm free. I'm like, I don't have to worry about it. I can step into my own beauty, my own strength, my own wisdom, yeah. and be able to offer that to the world in a way that I wasn't able to do it when I was concerned with raising kids, creating a family, 
providing for it for it yeah um, and so I really think that um, I really want to give you know before it's too late to be able to kind of go before we lose that opportunity to like climb Mount Everest before we lose that opportunity to 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 step in and, and enjoy life yeah um, when we're because it's because now we're 80 and say oh well I'll get to that when I retire I'll get to that later I'll get mm-hmm. to that later and we keep waiting and waiting and waiting and the time for waiting is over. Yeah. You know, that time for separation is over. That time of being able to kind of go, hey, if this, what brings me the most joy right now? Because what brings me the most joy is also going to resonate and vibrate out joy to the rest of the world. It yeah. isn't about being selfish. It's about being self-fulfilling. Yeah. Right? And when we're, be able to, when we're able to give ourselves permission to be self-fulfilling, then we're in our backspace. And we just emanate this sense of mm-hmm. joy and beauty and grace and wisdom radiance. and radiance yeah. exactly that is going to draw everything that we want to ourselves mm-hmm. and we're going to realize that you know all the things we thought that were important really aren't that important yeah i'm learning that at you like know. 31 yeah now. you know there's like all this emphasis on you need to do this career-wise and you should be doing this and doing right. that and i'm like but it's not bringing me any joy or yeah. fulfillment. Mm-hmm. So I'm realizing very quickly that the things that we're programmed to believe will bring us fulfillment and happiness. Right. Really? Aren't yeah. those things? Yeah. <laughs> and I think my dad was a really great teacher. He died nine years ago, right around this time. And, you know, on his death, you know, he was a very successful businessman. He was a very, and he went back to school, got a degree in philosophy, got a degree in law, you know, and became a lawyer, was very successful as a lawyer. Um, but on his deathbed, you know, what he wanted to know, what he wanted to make sure that we knew the most was that he, how much he loved us mm-hmm. and that, and he knew we loved him. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't, he wasn't so concerned about that, but he was more concerned about, do you know that I love you? Yeah. And I think, you know, as you know, growing up, my dad was a workaholic, you know, although he gave us plenty of time. Yeah. But I'm not sure in his mind he recognized that. Yeah. And that was his concern on his deathbed. His concern was, do you know how much I love you? And that I'm sorry that I didn't that I didn't spend as much time with you as I had wanted to. Yeah. And that's what we die with, right? It's yeah. not, hey, I was a successful lawyer, or hey, I was a successful marine engineer, yeah. or I was a successful entrepreneur. Yeah. Which are all lovely and wonderful. And it's not to say we should just get lazy and leave our life and kind of like, but if it makes you happy, yeah. Then yeah, go for it, right? Yeah. But I do think it's a matter of recognizing what our priorities are. Yeah, you know? for and, sure. And uh, and that's, that's, I think, that's what this podcast is about for me. Before it's yeah. too late, right? It's like, yeah. okay, you're, we're in our 50s. We've got some really good years left in us. Yeah. You know, our physical health lo- hopefully is still with us. Although 50 will begin to show us our wear and tears of how we've taken care of ourselves or how we haven't taken care of ourselves. And that yeah. will show up in our 50s. Definitely. But I think there's enough preventative time for most of us <laughs> to be able to kind of turn it around so that when we're in our 60s and our 70s we're still healthy and active yeah, yeah. Um, so you know I just feel like hey you know ladies gentlemen you know whoever's listening before it's too late you know get your get chit, chit together, together. she's saying chit C-H-I-T which means consciousness and right. awareness and I think that's so beautiful it is you said that there are these two perspectives in the book that I'm reading the absolute and the relative and it states that on this plane you know we made this agreement right Mm -hmm. to come down into this physical form and so we have this relative understanding like we have to operate in the world right there are things we have to adhere to 
But that doesn't stop us from having an absolute perspective that there is more outside of us. There is this greater level of consciousness and true reality outside of the plane that we're on and that we need to tap into that and be linked to that in order to do our work here on earth, but still adhering to the rules of the Mm -hmm. world, right? So that we can get through the phases that we need to get through in life. So that's really cool. And just to end on a note of just, you know, I think the important things that I will probably reiterate throughout my podcast is really about, you know, having a lot of gratitude, speaking our gratitude. The, the, the biggest protection and healer is speaking our gratitude and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Being able to forgive ourselves, being able to forgive others, being able to let go what we've, what we've been carrying from generation to generation and kind of go, this no longer serves me and I have the courage, the right the grace to be able to let it go and kind of go and forgive and yeah. then be able to speak our gratitude for that. Yeah, um, definitely. So, you know, if nothing else, you know, and there's no right or wrong way to do anything. It's just yeah. whatever, you know, hey. You I'm know, learning that right, too. Don't worry Everybody's about it. It's like, oh, you have to do it this way. Yeah. You have to do it. And it's like when you put these rules in place, there's yeah, no freedom and no flexibility right. because consciousness and the absolute spirit is not bound mm-hmm. by rules. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, to, to, yeah, to yeah. finagle things and say it has to be done this way and this is a script for moving through the world right. and doing the your script basically give us, gives us the outline. Yeah, that's so what that, be, Right, right. It's the outline. The script <laughs> gives us the outline to be able to make us aware of like, oh, now routine, right? Yeah. You know, you wake up, you get up, you go pee, you brush your teeth. It's like, it's not like you have to do it in that order. But that order gives us a routine of waking up and realizing, oh, time for me to speak my gratitudes, or time to go for a run, or time to go put meditate. The, meditate, or put the kids, you know, put the kids in the car and like drive them to school, or whatever Diffuse it is. Some oils. <laughs> hey, whatever it might be. Spiritual reading, whatever, <laughs> whatever. But it, like you said, it gives you the framework right. so you can say in between. Yeah. You know, getting right. in the car or transitioning to the car yeah. right before I go, I'm going to take my gratitude journal mm-hmm. and write down five things I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. When I get exactly. into the car, I'm going to make sure I have my oil, so I'm diffusing <laughs> the oil of gratitude, you know, whatever you want to diffuse right. in your car right. yeah. and tapping into those right. healing properties. So. And I think if you can have some fun with it and if you forget the oil, it's like, oh, oh well, you know. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> oh my God. Right? This really smells terrible. Right. It's like, hey, you know, enjoy that too. Being able to laugh at oneself. Humor. Humor. Coyote. So, yeah. Coyote medicine. Yep. I love humor. it. Yep. It's yeah. key. I'm finding that throughout all of it, like, humor is very powerful and over underestimated. Underestimated, and yeah. very underappreciated mm-hmm. medicine for yeah. getting through whatever we're getting through. Yeah. Because this is finite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but we are infinite. Yes. So we are these infinite beings on a finite plane. Right. So it's just like, you have to laugh at that. Yeah. You have, there has to be like some humor in that and towards spirit. Like, whoa, you were this infinite that came down and created us on this finite plane. And there's this infinite thing that lives within us, this piece of you. Yeah. And it's just, it's a paradox and it's yeah. hilarious. Like spirit has a amazing right. sense right. of sense humor. Right, sense of humor is very funny. And just, you know, get a chance to just take a good look at yourself in the mirror and, you know, laugh. and laugh. Just because uh, the only way out, mm-hmm. and it's right. not even that's the only mean, way out. The other way out is not very pretty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the only way out is not living, yeah. and then you're just not embodied yeah. on this plane. So you ascend to something different, and who knows? It could just be a higher plane or another form yeah. of embodiment. But 
there's this constant evolution, mm -hmm. right? Until spirit decides that I'm done and pulls everything back in. Right. You know? Right. And, yeah. But so yeah. in the meantime, while you're living our lives, you know, yeah, uh, speak your gratitudes and find a little humor in it all and. And I think that really, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with the question of, you know, to be able to ask yourself, even in the worst of times and even in the best of times, like, at this given moment, what would bring me the most joy? Yeah. And I think that's, it could be a small thing, but if we can just give ourselves that space, expansiveness to kind of go, with every breath we take in and every breath we let out, all that lies in, it's that, it's that what lies in between that gives us that moment to kind of go, what would bring me the most joy right now? You know? And the pause. The pause is so important. So, menopause. Menopause. I like that. Right, it's the great. pause, the right? Pause. It is. It's I the pause it. between like leaving and the pause between like yeah. being highly productive, right, reproductive. Right. You get a chance to really like pause. Hey. And come in. I right. love it. That's I like good. That. Yep. That's good. Yeah. That's good. All right. Well, thank you yeah, so thank much you. for tuning in. We are looking forward to bringing more episodes and. Yeah, yeah, stay tuned. This podcast will be on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Network. So tune in wherever you get your podcasts at and hit the little rate button, subscribe, so you get all of the latest and greatest from Tracy. And I'll be popping up here sometimes too. <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye.